This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? going on lots going on it's tnt just can't settle down thank you so much sean flair auto services for powering our eight o'clock news brief thank you so much of course you can check them out they're on the eastern main road opposite Harrybury. anything to do with your vehicle they can repair check out tons of accessories Fleet management as well. And that Champlain Auto Services, it's your one-stop shop when it comes to your vehicle. All right? Give them a call, 662-6545. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on social. And Champlain Auto Services, 662-6545. Uh, 27 degrees at both Fiacco International Airport and Crown Point in Tobago. If you're leaving Grandi, you got a lot of traffic from the police station headed towards Valencia Stretch. Uh, Southern Main Road from Cuba to Chase Village, heavy as well. You're going to pick up your traffic really from uh, Shaguanas heading towards the CRAs, of course. Slow going before you get to Shaguanas this morning. All right. Going up Lady Young Road to the lookout, you've got traffic and out of Mocha. Heading down in Long Sickler Road, you got some traffic there. Eastern Main Road is not any better, still very heavy. All right. Right. Because so coming up at nine o'clock, we've got Sir Charles. He'll be in. He'll be in for sure. All right. This morning, of course, taking through your mid mornings, he'll take your calls and your hits as well. Let me get in that. Uh, a nice track from the man explainer. When I see here this one. Playing a little Ras Mass by Explainer for you. Ras is a
Ready for massive Diwali deals at Furniture Plus? Save up to $2,300 on mattresses. Cetacelia and Therapeutic are all on sale. Sleep better with prices starting from just $999. Available with cash on higher purchase plans. Check press and social media for details. Thank you so much, Furniture Plus. All right, ten and a half minutes after the hour of uh, 8 o'clock. Good morning to you wherever you are on the globe. As we stream at power102fm.com and other smart devices. Of course, October 11th is International Day of the Girl Guide. And I do have the Communication Commissioner of the Girl Guides Association of Trinidad and Tobago, Sarah Ali. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank Hi. you for having us. Hi. How are you? Um, thanks for joining us, actually. And uh, on this International Day of the Girl Guide. What do you all have planned? It's actually International Day of the Girl Child. It's actually oh, Girl Child, sorry. I don't know why I said Girl Guide. It just ran <laughs> off my tongue. Girl Child. That's fine. Um, International Day is celebrated annually on this year. We're actually celebrating 10 years. It's a UN event, actually, and it encourages the girls to speak up and speak out on any issues that affect them. Okay. Um, all right, and I know we have someone else online. You want to introduce her for me? Hi, we have our senior guide, Shana. Hi, my name is Shana. I am a senior guide. I'm from the Second San Fernando Company. The Second San Fernando Company. Hi, Shana. Good morning to you, and how are you this morning? I'm fine, thank you. And you? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Today's a good day. Is it yes, Shana? It is. Shana. Well, thank you so much. We have Paul Richards. I have Richard Rago Barating, um, uh joining us as well. What, you're saying something, Richard? No, I'm just saying. I'm. You know, um, I, when I was a little boy, I was a Cub Scout, and of course, the the um, the mirror to that is the Girl Guide movement. And I was wondering um, how popular girl, the Girl Guides movement still is in 2022. You know, in 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 term, if you could give us a, a sense of that. How many young girls are still part of that movement? Um, okay, so due to COVID, we did have a slowdown, yeah. But we are actually up and about with there. We are um, getting a lot of phone calls for persons who would like to join the Gay Guys Association. Just as you would have said when you were a boy, a lot of 
persons would have passed through the Girl Guides Association. And it's still pretty much relevant today, actually, because we encourage our girls to speak up and speak out. We encourage our girls to, to act and have their voices heard and whatever issues that they would have in, the, in, in, their, in their minds. How does the association empower young girls um, in, 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 in the current environment of 2022? Because, of course, you know, uh, uh, Girl Guides would change. The society evolves. And, mm -hmm. and in 2022, how you see femininity and how you see a young girl's place in, in the, the global perspective, I assume, informs the Girl Guides movement as it moves up. The, the empowerment of women generally and certainly young girls. So how does the association empower young girls? Yeah, um, the association empowers young girls by giving them an opportunity and a safe space to work and really have their voices heard. They encourage young girls, the Girl Guides Association, definitely encourage young girls to take uh, leadership roles whether it be in their company, in their past, in at school even, or even at home. Okay, and, and, and so you get a lot of those leadership values and, and, and um, that are so important because, you know, you see a lot of uh, movies and, and even animation about empowering young girls that they can be whatever they want to be, they can be, you know, they can hold leadership positions um that it it's it's about placing them center i suppose in 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 the the whole evolving of human development you know many yeah. times and you still have some societies today for example where young ladies or, or young girls and women are asked to take a back seat you mm -hmm. see it erupting in iran right now in terms of the protests mm -hmm. taking place across iran so how do, how does the, the sensibilities, how does the Girl Guide movement, you know, place you center and focus you in terms of those leadership qualities? Like what, kind, okay. what kinds of projects do you do, things like that? So we actually um, focus a lot on the sustainable development goal number five, which would be gender equality. We give, we achieve gender equality to empower all our girls and women to, through diverse training and experience by providing the opportunities that they need to have to build that character, to build that development of lifelong skills that they would need to become the responsible citizens of the world. Great. And this is Girl Guide Month, right? Yes. October is actually called Guide Month. And this, well, all of October we celebrate the Guide Month. Um, some of the major, it's, it's actually used to raise awareness of the association and give um, recruitment. So we ask persons if they would like to join, and we give basic principles and objectives of the general of the organization. Um, some of the events that we actually have in this month, um, just as our promise would have said, we always start with our, inter our interfaith service because we do our duty to God first. So that would have taken place on the 1st of October. Saturday on this in the 15th we're actually having our fun day and that is taking place at 
at all our division level. So all of us are going to go on Sunday. You're going to see us having fun. And then our motorcade will take place on the 29th of October. And you'll see us probably popping our horns with all our banners on the streets. And all in our blues out there. Look out for us. Is it, is it every every year guide yes, month is in October? Okay, cool. Exactly. Okay. I didn't even know that. Um, so it's good to know that. So, so you have all of these activities planned, and but you just went through some of them anyway, in terms of the major activities planned during Guide yeah. Month. I know um, in her recent speech, Excellency Paula May Weeks mentioned that Girl Guides have embarked on a three-year journey to become environmentally conscious citizens and leaders. Can you um, give us some perspective on that? Um, yes. Uh, in the um, Girl her Excellency said that we were embarking on a three-year um, sustainable program, and that is in partnership with the NATO uh, goals, sustainable achievement goals. And right. all around individuals and around the world even, we are trying our best to encourage sustainability, encourage recycling, encourage those people and others and people in the Girl Guide Association to really take this seriously, take these sustainability goals seriously. Right. Um, to add to that, actually, again, going back to our SDGs, our SDGs number 13, which would say to take action against, to take action to combat climate change. And Sean Tobago was chosen as one of the countries in our Girl Guide Association to do a project called the Girl-Led Action on Climate Change. This is basically the girls, um, we will teach them how to empower themselves to leading mitigation and adoption of actions on climate change with a, as females at any local, regional, or national, or international event or level. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, anything else you want to add, Sarah, and, uh, before we, um, we close off this morning? I just had to say thank you for having us. Um, do look out for us and our lovely blues and browns mm -hmm. on those days. Um, if you would like to have any further information, do free to check us out on our social media. Um, Gay Guides at Gay Guides. And um, we're also on YouTube. And um, you can also email us at gayguidestnt at gmail.com. Girl Guides, TNT. Yeah, Girl Guides, TNT at gmail.com. Gmail or you can check out our website at gayguidestnt.org. All right. Do you guys still go into schools? I, I am not. <laughs> no. no, but I know. Uh, is it that, uh, maybe I'm getting mixed up, but is it that sometimes the Girl Guides will go into certain schools and have a, you know, have a little lecture and so on? Do you guys oh. still do that? Yes, we do. We do. We are heavily based um, in schools. Um, but we do have some open units, open units being at maybe attached to maybe a church, maybe an, a community program um, that is not in a school. But yes, we are heavily in school still. So if you, if you would like to have your guys in your school and you're willing, um, yeah, just contact us and we will help you get there. Yeah, and good guys, good girl guides. Um, is it TNT? Yeah, girl guides, TNT. TNT at gmail.com, and then you will get in touch with them. Yes. All right. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being with us on the Paul Breakfast Show this morning. Thank you for having us. All right. Aisasha and Sarah, thank you so much. All the best to you guys. Thank you. And have a great day today and a great weekend yeah, with your motorcade. Yes, it is. All right. Thank you so much. All the best. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Of course, that was Sarah Ali and I. Uh, speaking with us, she's a communication commissioner for the Girl Guides. And, of course, we had I, Sasha, as well. All right. All right, Richie Rich. I, I want to call... Um, I want to make a call to Mr. Ram Dean. But he said he would speak? I don't know. I'm going to I try call him earlier on. I didn't get him, so I'm going to try him now again. Oh, you're just trying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. So, I mean, uh, in a little while, we'll open up the lines. I just, you know, I was speaking to a young lady friend of mine um, yesterday, yesterday evening, and who I know, and I know well. And, of course, she's very, very pretty, very attractive. And she was, she was having, she has a child and she has problems with the father um, in terms of, she had taken him to court for a protection order. I just giving you an example of how Trinant mm -hmm. functions. Despite all of the platitudes that you hear from the many people that we interview. She had a, she took out a protection order against him because he was just harassing and et cetera and and um, she had, he has never contributed a cent to bringing up the child. She has done it all, and she is satisfied to continue doing it all. She doesn't want any involvement from him. Um, it's only recently he started to come back, but he doesn't, he's not really so much interested in the child as he is interested in getting back with her. As I said, she's very attractive, very pretty. So she said, look, um, she's no interested. He was a little harassing. He was harassing, so she took out a protection order. That went on for months virtually. And what was the problem? They couldn't serve him. So the TTPS could not serve him the notice, the summons to come to court. So eventually she just got frustrated and told the magistrate, it's not making any sense. I cannot always be taking time off from work to come and this is not moving anywhere. It's months and months and months and a simple thing of serving him cannot be accomplished. So she, would, she just told him, just dismiss it, don't bother with it. She's just um, going to forget that. Uh, because the simple issue of him being sued. One point he came by her house. Um, he was outside and she saw him outside and he was knocking on the door and cursing and carrying on. She calls the police. The police come. Do they warn him? No, they just tell him, get, uh, just get out um, from the yard and go. They don't warn him or anything like that. She has little faith in going to the police when she's gone to the police to report you know, at any, any point in time, she has gone in several times to report, several reports she has made concerning his harassment. When she goes to the police, she says she gets the receipt, they take the report, they get the receipt, but she says it's uncomfortable because the policemen are always asking her for a number, they like her, they want her to go out with her. She says she has to face that every single time she goes into a police station to do her business. Mm -hmm. She's met with that. So she, now she doesn't feel comfortable to go into any police station because that's the kind of response she gets. It's more concern with getting her number and whether she's willing to go out with whoever rather than treating her reports seriously. No, you had met, day, you, you had met me, when she said that she's, she's been trying to get protection order for months. 
Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. How long does it take to get and a protection order? It, it should not take that long. A, a yeah, but that long, that long would be what time frame? I don't know. A protection order should be virtually almost immediate in my opinion. In my because mind, I would think. The nature of it is the urgency <clears throat> of the situation. Correct. But that, I just give you an example of the Trinidad and Tobago that we talk about, about and people that we talk to in these agencies who are going to say, oh, they function so well. I'll give you another example. Just the other day, about two weeks ago, this is, I'm just giving you a history of the situation. Yeah. Um, the person started to call her job. And of course, she's not taking the call and stuff and, and was very abusive and stuff on the phone and, and whatever to her co-workers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so she eventually she spoke to him and eventually he was abusive on the phone and that. So she calls the police and says, look, he's being very abusive. She calls, she works in Port of Spain. She calls the, the police in that area, in the Port of Spain area. Mm -hmm. But she is from Arima. Okay. She calls them to make the report, you know, the threats or whatever, um, whatever he would have said. They said, oh, they can't take the report because she's from Arima. She have to go to Arima police station. I thought you could have gone to any police station. And exactly. Any kind of so when you are speaking to TTPS, and they give you all of this BS about how you could go to any police station. There is a one-door policy in practicality for citizens across the country. It's a pack of crap. So you see, when you're interviewing people, and we're interviewing people, take some of what they're saying with a big pong of salt. Wow. So now she's just, she's just completely... and. Uh, disinterested in the system she thinks the system doesn't work and well, well it has course, failed richard so of course i'm telling her well look no this is what you need to do this is how maybe i can assist and i'm trying to resolve it in other ways into in terms of me talking to her <clears throat> but i'm just showing you that the agencies who realize that we have a situation with these issues um she doesn't even want to go into a police station right now because she just thinks she's going to be trapped because she's very attractive and that's what happens. And they're more interested in tracking her and giving her talk than doing what they're supposed to do. Protect and save. Rather than doing their job. Now, how professional, how professional an entity are you when a young lady who is feeling vulnerable as a citizen has a complaint and you're more preoccupied about tracking her than dealing with a complaint in a professional manner. You know, I feel in a call the assistant commissioner of police. Steve, can I don't even waste the energy and and the 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 the, the telef telephonic infrastructure to hear something that's that tries to placate that issue. I remember I had a, remember I had a friend when they had stolen his phone and, and we tracked it and we tracked it to our house in Sealots and he went to Besson Street Police Station and the Besson Street Police when he reported it he went physically in and said look we know the house it's in because we can see it we can we tracked it we use the satellite Google satellite and all of that um whatever um you know the policeman tell him we don't go in Sealots just so we just don't go in there just so it's best to go by CID you go by CID, CID say, no, well, that's a Bessel Street. You have to go Bessel Street. Go back to Bessel Street. 
And the man said, boy, I tell you, what does he do? Just give up. Just give up. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to him. I remember, coincidentally, we spoke to the inspector at Beton Street a little while after, at least then, this is a couple of years ago. And I remember the inspector saying, oh, well, don't bring that up on radio. I will try and deal with it. Not one squat ever happened. Nothing. And when you want to talk about why people lose confidence in the TTPS and, and whatever, whatever, these are the real-life situations that people go through. Where the system is inefficient. The court system is inefficient in addressing people's concerns. So what, they couldn't find him to serve him or something? They didn't have his address? I don't know why they couldn't serve him. Must have a driver's but permit. But she just went on for months and months and months. So now she has to keep looking behind her back and securing her doors at home. Well, I mean, well, I mean, she is, she is, I mean, she's a pretty confident young lady. So, I mean, it's not that she's a cowering type. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But still, you're, you're using the systems to seek protection, to address situations and the system just keeps failing you at every point. Anyway, hmm. just thought I would share that. Yeah, that that, that is. Uh... I was speaking with her up to last <clears throat> evening, and I was like, <laughs> unbelievable. I was getting angry and exasperated and frustrated, and it wasn't me. <laughs> I was feeling that way. And this one-door policy, this one-door policy is the biggest fast and fraud that is perpetuated on the public of Trinidad and Tobago. If you're a police officer and you don't want to work, you don't want to take report. In other words, the default position is, don't give me no work. Uh, let me see if I could defer that work to somebody else. Where are you from? Oh, you from Aranguez? Well, well, no, you had to go to the Aranguez police. Where are you from? Yeah. Oh, you from Curap? You had to go by the Curap police station. Where you from? St. Augustine? No, you had to go by the St. Augustine police station. And at the end of the day, you sign off and you collect your money at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, yeah, boy, I work hard today, boy. You work hard deferring everybody away from you. You numbskull. <laughs> anyway, numbskull. That's the word you come up with, numbskull. And you can take your those of you in North America, 866-525-1099. You can take some of your calls as we head towards the 9 a.m. All right. So let's do that. All right. Uh, 222-TALK, 612-TALK, toll-free North Americans, 866-525-1099. Let me just check my message board. Um, um, Okay. Richard, uh, tell her to make arrangements to leave the country. Hmm. Yeah. Even that is not as easy as you think. You can't even get it. If you want to get a U.S. visa to travel, uh, and let's say you want to go, you know, let, let's say if you want to go Florida for Christmas, and you don't have a visa, you can't, you know. You're not getting an appointment until next year. 
I'm just saying. Why do you have such a huge background? I have no idea. We must get the U.S. Embassy to come and... <coughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna, I gonna. I need to do that. I need to yeah. get them in because... because that's unusual. It's, it's huge that's, because... That's, that's very unusual. Because a friend of mine... I was actually trying to help a friend of mine um, get one of his workers a, a, a visa. Um, oh, my God. And U.S. I now get something from the U.S. visa update. I'm going to check this out. Yeah. And um, so I call it, you know, it's all automated system. So I, I, I don't know what I hit on my phone and somebody answered. And I said, whoa. Um, so I, I explained everything. They said, okay, all right. Um, okay, I'll pass it on and, and somebody will, will call them. I said, do you think it will happen anytime? Because the conference is in the next two weeks. And they applied since April, I believe. And nobody called them. And he missed the conference. And that's it. I don't know why there's a huge backlog. I Was really it an don't. American you got or a Trinidadian? A Trinidadian. A Trinidadian. Well, Anytime anybody tells me in Trinidad they're going to call me back, I'm like... Mm -hmm. mm. Pinch of salt. Not a pinch of salt. A pong of salt. I don't... I 99% think that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, that's exactly what happened. Nobody called. Exactly. I 99% yeah. don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was a baker's conference in Las Vegas, and you know I'll leave it one percent for the odd company that does do it. But there are those odd companies that says I'll call you back, and they do. Yeah, it's true. Why are you taking your calls? Two 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 talk two 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 eight two five five. Of course, you know we've discussed several issues this morning. Um, of course, the major story is that of Jal Ramdeen and Anna Ramdeen. Yeah, Ramdeen I tried calling him again, but... Um, in, in terms of their voicemail discontinued by the DPP, uh, which we would have discussed this morning. Yeah. Um, of course, we also spoke with Pastor Clive <coughs> um, in the last hour. So we'll take some of your calls as we head towards 9 a.m. on this Tuesday morning. Yeah, all right. Let's drive this call. Somebody is telling me that it's because they were closed during the pandemic that they have a backlog. Oh, maybe that's it. But we could try and have an interview with them. They're always yeah. accessible to us. Yeah, because they have a, 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 an ambassador coming in just now. Good morning. Yeah, morning again. Morning. Morning, morning Mr. Patrick. I was looking through the express, and I see that some taxes here going to raise again by a dollar. Everything going up. Yeah, different pieces. But as I say, I'll be using this. This uh, we to campaign for minimum wage increase. To be where CPEP raises the salary. What am the trend on CPEP? What is the difference not all the CPEP? Or TAJ doing the whole thing? And the central government is doing the whole thing. Which are no TAJ doing the whole thing. So why the car increase the people fear in Trinidad? People living on minimum wage here. That money can't sustain nobody here with that again with the raise. Our food price, fears and everything. And I was saying that I'm a libel looking to go up to and water it. So, all people surviving on this monetary little money, and we're talking this money about the middle class and the first class, and what? It's our last class now where nobody could survive. 
Because in the end of the day, if everybody raise the fare by one dollar and food going up by five and six dollars and people minimum which is how much? Seventeen something? I ain't sure, but uh, no minimum wage is a fixed thing right now. So, seven, what is it, 17 something? 1750, I think. I don't know. Yeah. 1750. Multiply by 8. Nice? 8 hours. So, what are you going to do with that kind of money? And then, passage. You have two children. I know talking to a young lady here. Two, two children that go to school. <laughs> All your yeah, structure that minimum wage. Yeah? Because it's rough. That's so what you I said. No cold pot with that, and you buy your car buy no cold with that. You know how much a, a, a bicycle? Man, talk about riding bike. A bike nearly about four thousand. Yep. Yeah, a bike not cheap. <laughs> yeah, every every right. yeah every everything is just is just going up. <clears throat> everything is just going up. Everything. Good morning. Yeah. Um, good morning, caller. Yeah. Good morning. Morning. Yeah. I uh, just that was an interesting one there, Richard. You were sharing there. Um, um, interestingly, when I was in Germany, I met um, several people who were on uh, <clears throat> from Trinidad on asylum due to violence and ostracization, and then I know one person from my community who wife and some have to flee to London and they are now applying for asylum in, in Trinidad. And I know somebody is writing a paper, um, Keith McNeil, for the, the asylum seekers around gay people and, um, and stuff, uh, seeking asylum uh, in different parts of the world, um, most likely Europe and U.S. And, that, that, and due to very um and, and some of them is uh yeah just violence in community violence from family violence from relatives and i don't know the number of it maybe that's something that in the interviews with the u.s the embassy how much people apply for asylum because i know the guy with the cj he's in london under asylum i think they just refused him or something but it, it, there's I don't know the actual number, but people do feel they have to take these drastic measures to get out of Trinidad. And these are working, some of them working class people. And they end up, you know, interested in going to university, going to school, sorting out their life, and then they get an apartment and all that kind of stuff. A little stipend. It's a little hard, but yeah. Um, I think it's something, the figures, I'm not too sure which the figures, but it's, uh, it, it, it's a telling story then about our violent culture and how we've not been able to resolve those things. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, man. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, good morning, caller. Oops, it easy. Good morning, caller. Hi, good morning again. Morning. All right, Oliver here again. You know, a response to Mr. Patrick earlier on, um, for the minimum wage needs to increase. Uh, it's not that I don't support it. Yes, I support it. But there's both sides to the minimum wage. There are small businesses that has employees and pays them the minimum wage, right? But there are days <laughs> that 
the 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 establishment though even kavari salary <laughs> you know the ideas are the establishment though even kavari salary to pay the workers much less to make a profit mm-hmm. so just just to say that both sides to this minimum wage. Everybody just qualifying created minimum wage, I created minimum wage. But you know something? I remember I am in a um <coughs> I work with a manufacturer as well as I have my own little business. And from being involved in the supermarkets and so on, you know something that happens is that sometimes these supermarkets and manufacturers increase the prices without even reason. Right? Everybody saying things going up, but you know sometimes on the supplier end things didn't go up. Prices did not increase on the supplier end, but manufacturers and supermarket choose to increase their prices to increase their profits, and this is, it trickles down now to the smaller man. You know, so I just wanted to share that this morning with you all. All right, have a good day, guys. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. I want to tell Mr. Patrick, when the Marshal Dutty Wine Fed have him alone on stage and the sisters back to Afro Perminda here, then complain because the party does be jam-packed. They doesn't be complaining then about raising food price. Good morning. Pleasant morning, Richard. Pleasant morning to the team there. Morning. Uh, Good morning. Bishop Philip. Bishop Philip. Listen to me. I listen to people talk about this minimum wage, and you know, it's something that disgusts me. I run a company, and we paid minimum wages. And what I do, I hinge my the wage on production. So if I set out to work at the end, in the morning, and at the end of the day, let's say like 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, the guys haven't achieved it, I give them a double, and they will work until finish that piece of work, but they, if they're making 350 dollars a day, they make some already. And my workers was happy with me. I never had, to, had problems with labor. I never had problems with labor. I finished every project that I've, we, we, we have tended and won. We have finished every one of them within time and within cost. We have done tranquility. We have changed the roof. We fixed the lab. We have done the school for the deaf. We have refurbished that place. We have done most of the schools in, 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 in the Boston area in terms, of, in terms of maintenance. And we never had problem with labor. But the minimum wage is hence based on, is hence on productivity. But they're talking about productivity. But they do not understand what productivity is. I am getting performance from workers because if at the end of the day they didn't complete the portion of work, I'm going to increase the price in their pockets to finish the work so that they make more money and they're happy and contented. That is what the productivity is. So when you talk about they're not going to raise the minimum wage, they need to hinge the increase in, 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 in the minimum wage to productivity. You produce more, you get more. That's what it is. Thank you. Thank you so much, caller. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. Yeah, good morning, good morning hearing you. I want to agree with the last caller in respect to the minimum wage. Um, a, a lot of European countries, uh, I'll use Finland as an example, they don't have a minimum wage. They allow the market to determine where the minimum wage is. Actually, a minimum wage in Trinidad and Tobago really only applies to companies 
that are required to submit national insurance statements, that kind of thing. But many companies I see in the South, um, the Crintons are poultry depots. They employ Venezuelans. They don't pay them the minimum wage, but the productivity level appears to be higher among them than locals. So they would employ somebody, as the last caller says, and pay them based on the productivity. So to <coughs> the minimum wage is a sort of hindrance to productivity because it guarantees that no matter what you do in terms of your output, that you will get that particular wage. And to me, that is a kind of archaic way of looking at, at, at things. Have a good day, gentlemen. All right. Thank you. I think your dog hungry. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Um, concerning, concerning the minimum wage, I heard one caller say that some companies or some employers barely make enough in a day to cover the cost of wages. And that signals something to me because it, it is telling me, contrary to what is being said, that the economy is good. And I heard one minister say that the economy is booming and businesses are booming. So if they are saying businesses are booming and the caller is saying that some companies can hardly or barely make their minimum wage that something is wrong there. And then I thought, I think it Bishop Lister that some, he pays workers $700 a day. So I, I want to know how do I apply for a job with, with Bishop Philip? I, I could do it $700 a day right now. Yeah, that makes two of us. <laughs> Two 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 talk six one two talk toll free North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Good morning to you, Dexter. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for giving us your message. Yeah, I know about that. All right. Um, okay. All right, yeah, so 222-8255-612-8255, North Americans, 866-525-1099, all right? Um, as some numbers directly into our studio. Uh, good morning to Ray Ray, who is not in West Palm Beach, Florida, but is in San Fernando. Good morning to you. Thank you so much, Ray Ray and Junior. You guys have a great, safe Vacation on our shores of TNT. Yep. Good morning to Gary Adge. Good morning to my friend, Champlain Auto. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so we are taking a call. And of course, your messages on our message board, at, on our mobile app, and on our website at power102fm.com. Our morning poll is still up. Because um, this morning we asked you, are you surprised? that the case against Anand Ram Logan, senior counsel, and Gerald Ramdeen has been discontinued. That was our poll this morning. Of course, it's going to stay up until tomorrow morning when I give you the final results. Of course, let me just check. Let me macro the results so far. Or macroing, macroing. Hmm. The nose have it so far. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. You're up. Uh, quite up here, <clears throat> not a listening to all you. Listen to mm -hmm. this, Richard. Yeah, I want to ask for questions to Richard. Richard? Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. 
the word that was used there, this was the case. Is it that something could still come of it? Because it wasn't dismissed. It discontinued. What, what really has to happen there? Well, it's discontinued. The, basically, the, the DPP is saying he doesn't think it's fair to the defendants to continue with the case in light of the, um, uh, I suppose, he doesn't think that there is sufficient evidence at this point because the state witness mm -hmm. seems at this point to be reluctant to give any evidence. Well, he, he from what I read online, is the reluctance, the reluctance is because some part of the bargain wasn't kept, he said, with the AG, the former AG. Could that part be revamped? And, and and then the case go on? Could, could, well, could well, you see, from the time you do that now, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I theoretically maybe, but you now have given those defendants even more ammo from a legal perspective in terms of their defense. I don't see that. Well, Richard, well, you're a lawyer, you will know. But what I'm saying is that that he, he had, he was... um. He admitted, and and he was fined, and and all that already, and what. So the other half of the thing, it, it's still pointing to the, the case that they, they, we can't get away from the fact that if he's is part of the, the brew, and he admitted to it, then by association the others must be guilty. I don't see anything to rejoice. I think I find it had to be some way where they could. Could, could revamp that thing and go at it again because it cannot be exonerated just like that when one party was was broken. Well, they're not exonerated, eh? Exonerated but is the wrong word. Not, so, where well, one word to use? Well, why are they celebrating on that UNC side? But because that it's discontinued. But they're not exonerated. Oh, God. With them Calypsodians, he's singing their short pants. With the lawyers, it's really that is true. The lawyers are here. You understand? And all of a sudden, sorry, uh, well, when they're not there this morning, because I want to ask them, where some of the names that are running for leader for the for the PNM, where they come out, who them? And boy, in the finest time, he give up. I don't hear about you doing talking that. talking to man, but where's the salam? Where all these people come out? They were always there. Doing what? They in the background. Scra and more scratching. No doubt. No, yeah. see, not. there have a lot of people within the PNM that do a lot of work that not in the front burner, you know. Yeah, but we just know. There's no them is here who working and you know who working. You can't just in the background and scratching and, and the people who have to vote to do you. Look, give me a chance. Yes, them just come into this too, as a distraction. What? Oh, good. You all have a good day. Thank you, Zina. Yeah, boy. Okay. All right, we have a couple of minutes again. Actually, we don't have a couple of minutes again. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's take this final call and I'll go for a break. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I'll hear, you know, on the question of Vincent Nelson, I say let's extradite him and let him come and face his jail or testify. I don't see how he could, 
within our jurisdiction to extradite him. And he's say, sitting there saying, I'm not coming. You know, I have cut a deal with somebody and all you're standing up to that, I'm going to sue you. Let's extradite him. Our current attorney general seems to think there's a role for the attorney general. As I understand it, his only role would be to, to get involved in extraditing Vincent Nelson and not advising the DPP. You know, he should try and stay away from the DPP. The last attorney general didn't seem to understand, right, making promises on behalf of the DPP. If whoever wants to get involved from the attorney general's office, bring the man here, let him testify, or let him make the custodial sentence which he's facing. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Pinal. All right. Can I take a quick break? Be right back. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services. From vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services. Great mechanics and technicians. Exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services. Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545 and like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services. We we do it all.
Doja Cat and a track called Vegas. I kind of like that song. It is a wicked song. Um, all right, before I go, let me just let you know about Furniture Plus. Is ready for the massive Diwali deals. Yeah, save up to two at twenty-three hundred dollars on mattresses, Cetacele, and Therapeutic are all on sale. Sleep better with the prices starting from just to $999. Available with cash and higher purchase plans. Check press and social media. More details all happening at Furniture Plus. All right, gentlemen, this is where we wrap it up for this Tuesday. All right, so Trent Bigo, have a fantastic day. I just want to say thank you again for all of the patrons who attended through the entire length and breadth of Trinidad and Tobago and from elsewhere across the planet who attended the play Greedy People over the last month and a half that we've been running it. I think we've been running it since August. And it's been so long. And I just want to say thank to, thanks to all of you who attended. Trust me, we do appreciate you. Um, so thank you. Have a fantastic day, whatever you do. And remember, just smile and laugh. It's good for health. And speak to you bright and early tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Be safe. <laughs> Resurrect. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day in all that you do. Be safe. Of course, Sir Charles, he's in already. Uh, raring to go, as I always say before. Well, always say before I go. Please adopt. Please donate. A lot of people are getting rid of their pets. Just letting their dogs go discarding their puppies and kittens and somebody over the weekend on Saturday but two puppies in, in a Massey Stores bag and left it in Massey Stores. Think about that for a minute. Because we won't talk about the boxes that they're leaving them in and to fend for themselves in remote locations. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Laws need to change. Put you in jail and, lo- and for throw away the key for that. Unbelievable. I, I just get so upset when I, I hear and see these things. Because um, I take very good care of my pets. Very good care. When I had Empress, or oh, that, you know. And right now I have a, a cat. I can't even go on my phone. Kit Kit comes. I call him Kit Kit because when we got him, he was a kitten, didn't have a name, so I call him Kit Kit. If I go on my phone, he comes, he sits down right next to me and watches my food. And then I have to go and find on YouTube fishes for cats and that's it. He's occupied until I take it off. I mean, how could he not like that? All right, but please adopt, please donate, have your pets spayed or neutered. Um, and don't forget, Dr. Timmy Gooding will be at the Pet Butler on Thursday. Yeah, 3 to 6 p.m. Yeah, every Thursday is in Dr. Timmy Gooding. He's very good. And uh, you can call 610-8725 or WhatsApp 710-8725. All right? Oh, watch your head there, Charles. There goes Richie Rich. All right? And uh, that's a pet butler. And it's at, the pet butler is at number one Harris Street in Curep, right off the Southern Main Road. Right off the Southern Main Road. Uh, and Harris Street is one opposite Farm Road, if that makes, makes it easier for you. All right? Have a good day, folks. Sir Charles, he's here. He's ready to go. Let's go. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.